if you're not from the Athens area or, you know, haven't seen UGA prior to coming to Athens, um, you can step on campus and it can be a little bit of a culture shock. Um, and, you know, noticing the age difference amongst everybody, not only, you know, nobody looks like you. Um, and so it can be a little bit of an isolating feeling, but just know that there's plenty of support here for that. There are plenty of student clubs that get together. We have a great diversity and inclusion program that's developing at Terry. Um, you know, we're really finding, you know, our home and our interests um, in developing, you know, a, a, a multicultural setting for everybody to feel comfortable in. But just know that you are not alone. There are plenty of people here that are willing to help you. Um, especially the admissions office. Admissions office is very open. You can step in. They have a really open door policy. Um, Randy, um, Ashley Tiller, they're all great resources to reach out to. Um, you know, if you're feeling kind of alone, so they can kind of help direct you um, to where you feel safe. Hello, and welcome back to Dogs on Top, our podcast about the Georgia MBA, where we share our stories about our students, faculty, and staff, and what it's like to be a part of the program, the Terry College of Business, the University of Georgia, and Athens, Georgia. I'm Deirdre Kane, the Director of Admissions for the Full-Time MBA. We started this podcast when COVID began in April 2020. We've been on hiatus since April 2021 as we onboarded the class of 2023 and transitioned back into in-person working classes. So now is a good time to launch season four. It seems like we have COVID in our taillights now here in Athens, but there are still plenty of stories to tell, so the podcast continues. In this episode, I am sharing the recording of a recent live event with four of our students of color and members of the Black MBA student group, Nick Collins, MBA 22, Benga Enoch, MBA 22, Priscilla Muan, MBA 23, and Kayla Vickers, MBA 22. We had a lively and candid conversation about their experiences as students in the program and as students of color at a predominantly white institution. Listen in. I'm just excited today to have an opportunity to talk to students I don't ordinarily see, um, hear more about their experience in the program, and give all of you an opportunity to hear from them as well, and then ask any questions. So what we're going to do is, is really an opportunity for everybody here today just to listen and talk to each other. Um, hopefully, I, I, my plan is not to get in the way. So as I said, I'm the director of admissions. I've been here. I've been here a little over 10 years. Um, at the University of Georgia. I'm a, so a Northern transplant. So um, experienced my own set of culture shock in a different way coming to the work, coming to school in the South. Um, um, but our students are the real experts. So we'll just go in, I guess, alphabetical order and let Nick introduce himself first. Good morning, everyone. So uh, my name is Nick Collins. I'm currently a second year MBA. I'm concentrating in marketing, business analytics uh, on the strategy track. Um, I have about four years of finance and accounting experience prior to MBA school, um, all in Atlanta. I'm from Atlanta. Uh, apologies for that. Um, and I decided to kind of come back to get my MBA as a career pivot. Hello, everyone. Um, it's a pleasure to be on this call. My name is um, Benga Enoch. I'm a second year MBA as well, and I'm concentrating in human resource management um, with a focus on strategy. Uh, Proud Business School, I work for a digital marketing agency as a business analyst, and um, I wanted to pivot, and that informed my decision to 
um, to come back to the business school. And um, it's been a great experience. And this past summer, I had my internship with uh, Microsoft um, as an HR consultant. Happy to answer any questions. All right, that makes Priscilla next. Hey, everyone. Can you hear me? I'm not sure if I'm clear. I'm Priscilla. I'm a first-year MBA student, and I am concentrating in marketing and business analytics. And um, sorry, I'm making sure I can still be heard. Uh, marketing business analytics. And I have about four years' experience in consulting. And I essentially want to use my MBA to pivot into tech. And I'm from Mozambique, sorry. Kayla. Good morning, guys. I'm Kayla Vickers. So I'm a second year MBA student studying healthcare management and finance. I am an active duty Army optometrist. So I've been in the Army about 12 years now. Um, And prior to my MBA program, I was stationed at Fort Hood, Texas, where I was the assistant chief of the optometry department at Carl R. Donnell Army Medical Center. And Post MBA, my follow-on assignment will be at Brook Army Medical Center in San Antonio, Texas, Texas at Joint Base San Antonio, where I'll be working as a healthcare administrator. Nice to meet you guys. Look forward to your questions. Okay, thank you for the introduction. So, um, having having been in this business for a long time, I I know there are many things that are similar across MBA experiences. Um, and in terms of what people get out of an MBA program, what's in an MBA program. I also know there are a lot of things that are different depending on each individual, Um, what you bring to the program, who you are, um, what the program offers you, and what you get out of it. So again, again, the purpose of this perspective series is to talk about some of those similarities, but also get people to talk about those differences um, in terms of the individual experiences. So as we go through these questions, folks, uh, you know, I know there's some things that might sound the same to everybody, but really, really want to let everybody t- speak from their own experience um, and offer that up. So uh, we can go round robin again um, and give people an opportunity just to sort of, you know, talk about their how what has your experience been like in the program so far? First years and second years have a totally different perspective because they're they've gone through different pain, and, <laughs> and second years are sort of things have eased up. Um, so uh, that variety will be discussed as well. So um, we can go in order again, or somebody can just jump in or wants to go first with that one. What do you think? We can just go in order again. Okay. All right, Nick, take it away. Um, so first, my experience has been a little bit different from the rest of my cohort. Um, I actually began my MBA as part of the professional program out of Atlanta. Um, And so I came into the full-time program with credits already done. Um, But to speak to the format of the program and how it's run, um, your first year is very busy. Um, It's your time really to go out and look for those companies and look for those jobs that you're really interested in. Um, And then, you know, your second year is more dedicated to electives and really trying to get in a classroom feel for what you're going to move into. Um, So my program experience has been different. I I should start to say, um, but it's been great so far getting to meet people from different backgrounds um, and kind of getting involved in an ambassador doing events like this, um, getting to meet, um, you know, more military people. Um, I've never really gotten to meet those uh, people because I was in corporate side, 
Um, so really understanding the different perspectives that everybody brings to the classroom um, has been unique. Um, I can say after finishing a summer or, you know, a summer of interning after your first year, um, you really get to apply a lot of what you learn in those classrooms in your internship. Uh, I know so especially one being the capstone is really important um, to kind of get an understanding of what you're going to go into for the summer um, and really working hard to try to get that full-time offer. Um, it's been a fast experience so far. Um, I can't believe we're coming up on, you know, the last semester, but um, it's been a great one. Bingo. What's your experience been like so far? Yeah, so my experience so far, um, of course, it's been great. And um, I'm not um, I'm not here to do marketing, just to speak from my heart and uh, truly share my experience. So um, to be honest, it's been great. Um, I came in and um, I love the setup of putting us in teams. That was really valuable for me. And I thought admissions and maybe CMC did a good job in uh, matching us um, in a team to where our strengths and weaknesses were complemented. So that first um, semester experience of um, being in a team of people with um, different backgrounds was very valuable um, to me. I remember um, my shortfalls with um, finance, accounting, and um, just having one or two people that you know had that strong background um, in those areas. So that was very helpful. So great experience um, from that standpoint. Um, hopefully at some point we might specifically talk about CMC, you know, and how, you know, they've been valuable as well. But I'll just mention that in passing. CMC experience has been great as well. Um, enjoyed a lot of support. Um, and from a community standpoint, I'm so grateful that um, COVID has not robbed us of the in-person experience. So even when other schools were um, exclusively virtual, um, grateful that the program was able to walk into where we still had a hybrid model. So um, still got an opportunity to interact with the classmates um, to an extent. And even especially this semester now, I feel so grateful, um, you know, to to finally be able to be in class with all my classmates and really experience the things they've, uh, they bring to the table. Yeah, so it's been a great experience. And uh, so just generally from a community standpoint, program standpoint, um, it's it's been great, really great. And um, one last thing is to say, um, I am very happy that the, the goal that I set out um, coming to business school, um, for the most part, has been accomplished. The, the kind of company I mentioned I want to work for, uh, kind of things I want to do, I'm glad that happened in my um, internship. And so really grateful, feel fulfilled. Again, I'm not a marketing <laughs> personnel. It's just straight from the hat. Thank you. Well, that, that's that's all I hope for. Now, you guys are being super positive, so thank you. <laughs> I'm well aware, you know, program's not perfect. Not, I hope no one walks away thinking that it is. Um, but definitely, it's always nice to hear when people are having the experience they'd hope for. So, Priscilla, 
you got any follow up on that? What's your experience been like so far? Yeah, it's been great so far. Um, so when you're before you even start business school, they really prepare you during the summer. Like, um, for instance, if you are concerned about a class like maybe accounting or finance that you haven't taken before, um, they do like pre-coursework that you do during the summer. So you can kind of get the basics before you get on campus. That's really good. So that's not something that you really have to be um, scared of. But also the professors have been really great. They're always willing to help you. They have several office hours. So um, you really get the support you need academically. And yeah, the first year, I'm still in the first year, first semester, it's been really crazy because you come in right away, you're recruiting and you have to balance that with school. So it has been a roller coaster, but um, once you get through that, I think you'll be fine. Um, and um, yeah, so also in order to adjust like to the um, environment, it's obviously going to be a new town or whatever. They host several events like admissions and other student organizations on campus um, host several events such as tailgates. And um, one of my favorite ones was even um, doing a negotiation workshop because that can be something that is really, um, I guess, daunting for a lot of people, how to negotiate um, you know, your offers and things like that. So we have um, those kinds of workshops. And even if you wanna improve on your um, analytical skills, like we have workshops for that as well. So it's been really great. And there's a lot of opportunity to learn and you just have to sign up for a lot of this stuff and get essentially, you make what you want out of this program. So you like sign up for these things and you know the, the purpose is to grow and learn. So there is a lot of opportunity to do so. So it's been great for me so far. Okay, so for me, I always say my experience has been like choosing from an upscale buffet of sorts. So you can pick and choose like from a wide range of like incredible opportunities, whatever you want to decide. So whatever you want to do to make yourself like a better teammate, a better administrator, a better executive, once you return back to the workforce, you really can like choose from these like multi-dimensional building blocks to create that pathway to success. But like Binga and I talked about like our first semester, I don't know if you remember this Binga, we said there's so much to choose from that it can be like overwhelming. Um, so you have to be careful and you really have to be mindful to structure it to what it is that truly interests you and what do you want to do once you get your MBA and go back to back to work. So it, like everybody said, it's great, but you have to have great time management skills. You have to balance like knowing that, hey, I might want to take a B in this class so that I can go to national black, you know? So you just have to keep those things in mind. I'm glad you brought that up, Kayla, because I think, and I keep saying this, we haven't fixed it yet. So I do know that, you know, for people outside, the program, the website sort of presents nine concentration in three areas of focus. And it, it isn't so clear what we try to convey, like you just said, that you have being intentional and seeing it as options, um, not sort of a fixed track of study um, for people. So, you know, maybe we can just sort of allow each of you can elaborate on that a little more because I think the important thing, because we'll get to like Bengus said, we'll get to the career management stuff, but you know, I think people coming into an MBA program really need to be thinking about that bridge between the academics and, and the career outcomes they're looking for. And that's really the process you guys have to be in charge of here. Um, at least that's what I see it. Um, in terms of making the right choices, in terms of 
classes and co-curricular stuff to get what you want out of the program. So, you know, if, if you guys have some that you can elaborate on, like your specific, you know, each you probably identified specific things. I need to do X, Y, and Z. I need to learn X, Y, and Z because I want to do this. So can you guys elaborate on that for people? Yeah, for sure. Um, so because I started out in the PMBA, I had a little bit of a head start in realizing what it was that I wanted to move to after I left finance and accounting. Um, and especially, you know, getting to work with the CMC, like Binga said, we'll talk about later. Um, they reach out to you early on in the spring prior to you coming to Athens. Um, so you can get a general idea of what, um, you know, interviewing for the next job looks like. What track do you want to go down? Um, how do you want to really structure your education around that. And so because I was marketing, marketing really starts early on in the career cycle um, or in the interview cycle. And so I got a really two, really two feet deep in, in the summertime. Um, I really started to look and organize and see what kind of companies, what type of roles I wanted. Um, and that kind of helped direct my study of path following the core courses that um, Priscilla was talking about. So you have those core courses, but then after that, you begin to pick your electives and, um, you know, your course of study. And so I basically went off of, all right, marketing, what does that look like? Which classes am I interested in? And then I eventually added business analytics. I knew uh, the way the world is going, it's really important to kind of understand analytics in a deeper uh, level. And strategy actually came spring last year. Um, I didn't realize that I wanted to do strategy until we really started to dive into a lot more of the cases um, and I had taken a capstone. And I started to realize that some of those classes actually meshed. So the way the program is designed, it'll allow you to do more than one concentration or pick a specific emphasis, emphasis like FinTech, for example, if you're interested in finance. Um, so it really works out that way you can kind of see all the options, you can kind of mix and match what you would like to see and how you will want to make that work for your future career. And so I know for me being healthcare, I had to kind of step away from Terry for, for some of my courses and go to the School of Public Health. Like we started talking about healthcare policy and healthcare economics. We don't do that at Terry. So I had to be mindful of like, this is my core track in healthcare. And so everything won't be housed here in one location. Luckily for me, a lot of the healthcare um, classes are online. So I could just, yeah, watch the videos from home and then still be at Terry for most of the day. So it worked perfectly. Okay. And then now, Benga, I know you had a particular, you had some specific targets and you achieved them as you alluded to. So um, maybe you have more to say about that. Yeah, sure. Um, so I knew that I wanted to um, do consulting. Uh, remember vividly the, the career fair that I attended. I met Didi for the first time and I walked up to her. I was like, do you have um, consulting concentration? And she was like, yes. And um, so I got back home that day. I told my wife that, hey, Thank you, G is a really good school. Um, and you know, showing up the brochure, you know, and all that. And so I knew I wanted to do consulting and I wanted to make sure that um I had all the support to uh, transition into that. So I started a program and um I was intentional about my capstone project. So I've done um applied um corporate strategy. Um I've also taken the um, the, the composer strategic management class, which 
um, I think really set me up for um, for that part. So, but the interesting thing about me is I'm not going into the um, the typical consulting um, role, right? It's more like internal consulting type role. So, um, I'm glad that I found I knew what I wanted to um, the path I wanted to go. And so I was intentional about the kind of capstones and the classes that I took. And so, and um, of course, to take the classes is one piece, but the other piece is the recruiting and all the support, which ties back to CMC again, which um, I believe we'll get to in a minute. So um, that that's my story around, um, you know, how I've been able to realize my my goal. I'll talk about my experience yeah. a bit. So I'm going into mostly marketing roles and I've been interviewing for those. So, um, I mean, I've done a lot of research on what those kinds of roles entail. So I've tailored my classes to um, my internship mostly, um, classes that I know will be useful for next summer, such as marketing analytics. That's a class that I'm really excited to take next semester. Um, obviously, you still have we still have a few more core classes to take, but at least we can add classes that we're interested in. So I will say, like, um, I guess just kind of have a direction of where you want to go and what next summer might look like for you and tailor your classes in that way. And then maybe later you can do more of the stuff that you just that will interest you more, like outside of the internship thing, but maybe focus on what will really help you set you apart for the internship. For your first internship next summer yeah great segue priscilla because um i'm going my my uh, the, everyone i'm going off script now um <laughs> the, i think a good next question is sort of talk about is so i know banga and nick had internships kayla honestly i don't know what you had to do last summer <laughs> so maybe this doesn't apply to you but um if the two of you then could sort of talk specifically to how how you felt how you felt prepared for your internship so how you felt that first year really helped you with the internship and then give people a sense of sort of how you come back from the internship in terms of holes you have yet to fill or how you know the internship has really shaped your sort of perspective on your second year um, give them a sense of that because I think what people one thing I've always I get questions about is you know getting you know what's the what do you, what's a summer internship about, you know, how's that different, you know, how's that a differentiator and, and just people, you know, like we know it cause we're in it, but you know, they haven't experienced it yet. Uh, sure. So <clears throat> like, like your first year goes in that first semester, you're going to take a lot of your core classes. So if you're coming from a non-business background, that'll set a foundation um, that will prepare you for your internship. Second semester, you still have a couple of core, but you begin to start to take electives. Um, and I think one really important one to take in that spring semester is your capstone, at least one of the two capstones that are required to graduate. Um, as a project-based course, they kind of help you uh, to realize what you're gonna do in your internship. And ultimately internships are more of a big case competition, if you will, you don't jump inside in the day-to-day -day and become a staff member, you're usually tasked with a project and you work with a, a partner, uh, in some cases alone, in some cases, 
um, you know, to develop a business plan for a company. And, you know, a lot of these projects are real life projects that the company will take over once you leave. Um, and, you know, a lot of that kind of turns into whether, you know, you get a return offer to these companies. Um, so I really think it's important for you to pick the electives that you really would like to pivot into if you're not, if you're moving from one career to the next. Uh, so things that are going to set that foundation, as Priscilla mentioned, the marketing analytics uh, was a big one uh, also that I took along with my capstone that helped prepare me for the summer. And um, just to add to that, um, so the applied corporate strategy that I took, the capstone, for example, it was structured in a way where we had to meet with the clients every week and we had to present updates and um, get feedbacks. And we just continue that iteration um, throughout the pace of about 10 weeks. Um, we had to um, develop blueprints, um, um, project outlook, and you know those kind of things. And those were some of the tools that I had to carry over into my internship. So that um, class, for example, really prepared me um, to uh, to be a consultant to have a consulting mindset. So when I say consulting, it doesn't necessarily mean that you will go into con the consulting industry. There's a mindset of consulting, which um, I think everybody in, in coming out of business school should have. There's a, there's a mindset, there's a frame of thought. There's how you look at issues, diagnose problems, how you converse with your client. Uh, you know, things like that. So those are the things that rob on you um, while you're taking classes like that. And I, I remember I took an elective in project management. Um, very good class that um, uh, Nick was asking me about it last week or so. Very good class. So he really helped me um, to be able to structure the project I was um, taxed with during the internship. So um, those are two um, classes. And I remember organizational behavior as well. Um, my internship was in HR. So uh, you would imagine that organizational behavior would have come in really handy. So uh, truly the classes are not just theoretical. Um, they're, they're practical. Um, they're, they're things that um, you can easily relate to real world. And like Nick also said, um, going through the cases, it, it, it builds your confidence, you know, on how to solve real problems. So overall, the classes that I've taken so far uh, really, really helped me um, to succeed in my internship. And uh, you might be interested to know that at least Nick and I, uh, we came back um, confidently uh, to continue with our second year uh, with our full-time offers. I think that's, that sounds cool, right, Nick? Yeah. So, um, that's also a testament that, uh, the program did a good job that we could come back with a full-time offer. So yeah, that, that helped. And the, the last thing I would say is, so in the midst of saying that, oh, the program was great, prepared me for internship. The internship was also an opportunity to identify gaps um, that um, would inform one's choices 
of the kind of classes you want to take, right, to make sure you fill those gaps. So um, really helpful. All right, I think I want to ask next. Um, we'll, we'll do Benga's topic now, working with career management. And I think, because it it's a good time to do it. And, and, and this is a good thing to talk about because it is, it's a black box for, you know, until you're again in it and understanding what we, what we mean by recruiting and what we mean by that process of working with career management as a first year student, a second year student, you know, for context for people attending today, we have, there's a career course for first year students. There's career course for second year students. There's, you know, a number of sort of, there's a very structured sort of program of, of engaging with students um, as a group, and then the individual support that's provided for two years of the program. So everybody's path with that is different. Um, and so we've got a great um, diversity of experience here, probably as well, because of sort of where people are in their 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 MBA journey, Priscilla being a first year, and, and Kayla being someone who's sort of going to have a longer view with the MBA in some way. So, um, but it'd be a good time for let people talk about sort of their experience with career management and what that means. So my experience with career management started very early on. As I said, uh, you get, you know, really get to conversations with career management starting the spring prior to uh, when you begin the program. Uh, that's really to kind of develop your resume and develop your LinkedIn profiles and really get you started on understanding what it means to make connections and, um, and, you know, the social media aspect that comes along with it. And so, you know, going throughout that process, it, you know, you start from the ground up, you build up, you build up your resume, you learn what it, how it is to go to these conferences that Georgia's going to send you to. So National Black Perspanica reaching out, um, if you decide to go to any of those conferences, and, you know, they really help you prepare for that. So, they teach you everything from going up to a recruiter and pitching yourself and doing a resume walk, uh, you know, in a quick amount of time to keep a recruiter's interest all the way down to negotiating a full-time offer. So it's a really comprehensive program. And as Didi said, it's in lockstep. So you have, have them in your first year and your second year. Um, and additionally, actually, there's a course your first and second year that you take as part of the CMC for, uh, I believe it was 16 weeks. Um, and you know, that really just kind of develops your mindset for business, especially if you've never done, uh, you know, business type things before. Yeah, just to um, add to that, um, I will take a piece of the offerings um, that CMC has. So I remember when I got my first offer and I was excited. Um, CMC was excited. And uh, I was like, well, um, yeah, looks like a good one. But at that time, I was in process for the um, companies, right? So reached out to someone in um, CMC, Paul. And now I'm going to the negotiation piece. And so it really helped me. Um, to think differently about the offer. It was like, since you're in the process for two other companies, why don't you leverage this offer and negotiate with these companies to see if they can fast track the process? And um, one of the companies, we were not sure that would happen. Big company, they, they wouldn't budge, right? Um, but Paul was like, Let, let's give it a try. And so 
um, gave it a try and um, thankfully it worked out and they were able to work something out and I was able to get my um, final round interview. Uh, and so the next piece also was um, the coaching on what to do with this first offer. And so uh, CMC was there also to uh, teach me how to negotiate with that company to say, can you give me some more time? And I remember feeling a little nervous. Um, that was my first time of doing something like that. And I was really coached on how to have the conversation, what to say, how to say it. And so thankfully that worked out. And so my point is negotiation. So um, I don't want to belabor the points that Nick has made, but I just wanted to hit on that um, that piece of um, the process, um, knowing how to negotiate with um, you know the offers you have. And so it was kind of a game for me. And then I had the second offer and got back to the drawing board. And, you know, we're like, mm, let's use these, you know, to fast track the other one. So things like that is what you really enjoy with uh, uh, the career management center. And um, I think it's important to know that the career management center has a vast network um, of employers. And they're intentional about continuing to grow those relationships. So um, it's not it, it's not uncommon to for CMC to reach out to you to say, "Are you thinking about this company or this offer?" You know, so those kind of things. So the 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 support system is strong, basically. And so, if I can just talk about it from a military standpoint, full transparency, I don't like interviewing. <laughs> I don't enjoy public speaking. And then I had to do a LinkedIn profile. Of course, Paul was on us about do your LinkedIn profile. And so now just sitting here talking to you guys, like, like Saturday morning at probably like 2 a.m. in the morning, <clears throat> the 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 three-star general that's in charge of like all of army medicine, like checked out my LinkedIn profile, you know, all because of this platform that UGA and the CMC wanted me to create. And I'll say last week, his second in command, the two-star that's like also all over, over in charge of army medicine, like called me and said like, how are things going? What's your next job? Like, do I need to create something for you? We think you're one of our future leaders, someone we need to make sure we take personal care of, you know, and I'm like, what? You know, and so, I know. And so you say just from having that visibility, like something that I didn't want to do, who wants another social media account? So like now Paul walking me through it over the summer saying, well, let's update some of these things on your LinkedIn profile. Let's update your resume. Like who for me thought that that would translate into like the three-star general checking out my LinkedIn profile and then the two-star actually calling me to say like, hey, I have my eye on you. So it's it's awesome. And I think it speaks to how dedicated and involved our CMC center really is in our success. Nice. So, oh, sorry. But yeah, no, nice, nice. But definitely. <laughs> so, Priscilla, you're just at the beginning of the road, yeah. and but you're you're having a very unique experience too. So, go ahead. Yeah, I will say the CMC, um, the Career Management Center, they actually really care. So, one thing that I remember about recruiting at National Black um, this um, in the beginning of the semester was. Um, Someone from like another program was like, oh, wow, like your career management center, people are really on the floor, like keeping you guys updated about companies like, hey, go to this booth. They're hiring for these roles. 
Um, also, if you're an international student, this is a, these are really good companies. Like they're really updating you all the time about what's going on in real time. So they're very proactive. So that's something that I really remember because I thought like, okay, all schools do that. But no, it's like schools were looking at our schools, like our, our program, like, wow, like your school is really going above and beyond to help you guys on the floor on the day of the career fair. So that's something that um, it was really great because you can really see that they care and they really want you to succeed. And like I, um, like a few people have mentioned, they, you start working on this career stuff over the summer. Like um, they give you a, a, um, a few tasks to complete over the summer, such as doing formational interviews. That's just so you have more clarity on what the kind of roles you're considering look like, even if you're not completely sure, but you can um, set up interviews with different people in, in different industries and kind of get more um, clarity. And that might help you um, starting off in the program as well. And um, yeah, so National Black happens pretty early in the semester. Like you don't even have time to breathe, like orientation and recruiting. So it's really crazy. So they really, um, the CMC really helps you during the summer before you even set foot on campus to really get you prepped. So don't fear like, okay, what am I going to do once I get there? They help you um, out before you even get to campus. So it's really, really great. Okay, unless anybody has anything to add, I think that the next topic I'd like to cover, um, I've got a couple more topics to go and then definitely plenty of time for Q&A. That's my goal here, so plenty of time for Q&A. Um, but I don't want people to think it's all school and talking to career management. <laughs> there are other things that, that people have done. So and, and so this is an, just an opportunity to share what each of you are doing you know, both socially in and around Athens, sort of your own sort of personal development, as well as, you know, any other co-curricular involvement. So clubs, activities, case competitions. So people get a sense of, you know, what, you know, what people do outside the classroom and how, you know, based on their interest and based on, you know, sort of, it's another way to sort of fill some leadership gaps too in cases. Yeah, so um, prior to coming to Athens, I uh, had lived in Georgia my entire life, so I was pretty familiar with the territory, um, and a lot of people aren't, um, but getting involved is pretty easy around town. I mean, starts with the career, well, not necessarily Career Management Center, but outside of that, the program will have different clubs and things you can get involved in. Um, before we went to National Black, I participated in the case competition, uh, which was something that really got me out of my comfort zone. Um, I was like, uh, I don't know if I want to step on this big stage and do this. You know, had it not been COVID, it would have been in person, which was, which would have been really something to deal with. Uh, Kayla was there with me um, and we had a lot of fun. It was a lot of personal development. We learned a lot um, and actually helped bring in, you know, companies to interview uh, when it came to going to the National Bike Expo, um, which ultimately in turn helped me get my full-time offer from Ford. Um, so it was a really great experience, a lot. I learned about myself and, you know, getting to work with a faculty member who, um, you know, really helped us along the way because you're early on in your MBA experience, um, it dealt with a lot of marketing. So we had a professor come and, you know, kind of help us along the way. Um, outside of that, um, just around town, I love the music and food scene. As I said before, I was familiar with the territory. So, um, you know, there's more to just, you know, hanging out around the university and downtown. Um, there's a big community presence here in Athens. There's a lot of volunteer work you can get involved if you choose to do that. Um, a lot of mentoring spaces if you choose to do that. 
Um, and there's different clubs as well. Um, you know, as some of these guys will tell you that they've gotten involved in uh, various clubs and things on campus. Um, Nick said, I participated in the National Black Fiat Chrysler Automobiles case competition in the fall of my first year. So we kind of learned like the intricacies of like marketing and optimizing the customer journey. Um, and then in the spring, I actually participated in the NAIOP um, real estate um, case competition, uh, where I kind of learned about commercial real estate development. And then I also participate with the Board Fellow Program, um, and I work with the aerial arts nonprofit here in um, Athens called Canopy Studios. And my kids actually did a one week like camp there, and so just learning about the impact that the, the arts and the nonprofits have on the Athens community. And then lastly, Terry also paired me with a mentor, um, Paul Haynes, who is like the CEO of the Hugh Chatham uh, Memorial Hospital in Elkin, North Carolina. And so working with Paul will definitely like propel the trajectory of my career, but also he's linking me in, in with like other healthcare um, executives, like COOs and CFOs to kind of help me get to where I want to be. Awesome. And I'll just um, hop to that. Um, I... <laughs> I work for one of the nonprofits in Athens community as a nonprofit board fellow. And um, we're helping a school to um, their culinary department. They're trying to um, build a food truck and use that as a tool for um, learning as well as a business to serve the Athens community. So I'm on that board with um, Priscilla just joined. And so um, all things strategy, implementation, um, project execution, all that, um, we're, we're supporting them with that. So uh, that's been a great experience also to um, be able to take some things, um, learn from class, um, especially strategy um, to the real world situation. So um, I am a part of that and um I'm a passive member of a Toastmasters club. Uh, and uh, aside from that, uh, for those who have families, I, I, I remember vividly uh, my interview with Didi. And I told her I have a family and she was telling me that, oh, I think it's good um, to raise a family and the parks. And I wasn't really convinced because I hadn't seen that. right. But uh, looking back today, I can say that's really true. Uh, we're falling in love with Athens, um, a lot of parks. Um, and we have also fallen in love with um, a couple farms here. So like um, Nick, we, uh, we were in Atlanta, busy Atlanta, traffic, all that. So now coming to Athens, um, pretty chill, five, seven minutes drive. You can be where you want to be. And so that's um, it's been a fun thing about Athens. So for those of you who want to be more healthy, closer to nature, there are a couple farms here, you know, where you can buy your fresh eggs, you know, uh, farmers markets here and there. We've really enjoyed that in, in Athens. I'll step in as well. Um, so yeah, like I mentioned we're in the same board fellows program, so I'm not going to go too deep into that but it's been great so far um it is a lot of work but it's good work it's important work so yeah <laughs> and um i'm currently in a case competition called the john r lewis case competition which is hosted by emory 
And we'll see how that goes. We're still um, preparing for that, but I'm really excited for that because not only are you like solving a real business, um, a real world issue, but you're also connecting with different companies because they're different companies that sponsor these case competitions. So it's good to get involved with them because um, and it is good to get involved in the case competitions because it is a good networking opportunity as well. And you learn a lot of strategy and just a lot of different skills. And outside of class, there are also tailgates. Um, UGA is a good is a big football school, so tailgates are always a good idea as well. And it's good to network uh, as well with your peers. And like Benga said, um, everything is pretty close range. So like most apartments um, you are within walking distance if you're going to live near campus. So it's been really great for like if you're going to stay healthy, um, you don't have to drive everywhere. You can walk most places. So that's great. I said most because sometimes you need a bus for some apartments. So don't quote me on that. Okay. And yeah. And I mean, there are also several organizations like outside of the MBA program you can get involved with. Like there's the African Graduate Student Forum, for instance, and there's several other cultural and professional ones you can join. And yeah. And just to, to add to that, um, um, I almost lost my thoughts. Going to say something. <laughs> I'm sorry, but anyways, I remember one. Um, so yeah, you really don't need to have a car to enjoy Athens. Um, I'm going to put Nick on the spot like now. Nick just bought an electric bike, really nice. So if you need advice on, you know, the best electric bikes to get to move around, yeah, Nick is a good person to to talk to. Yeah, I remember what I was going to say. So in addition to the um, African, you know, Graduate Students Forum, um, we're also, you know, cultivating another group of um, MBA Blacks. And um, that's coming along well. I remember the competition Priscilla is, uh, was talking about. Uh, Kayla posted that on the platform and was encouraging people to come together. So we're glad that um, we have a few folks like Priscilla taking up the challenge. But one of the things that also stood out to me was Kayla also mentioned to them that, hey, Benga is here, Erin, you know, we're here to support you guys. So um, we're glad that we're able to do that as well. It just to add to, to that point. And, and this has been alluded to that it's not necessarily the program be a lot very rewarding and fun, but it's also not easy. Um, there are a lot of challenges. And, you know, this is an opportunity to sort of address other things right now, like so people understand the landscape. I'm a big eyes wide open person um, in terms of, you know, pe people looking at MBA programs, looking to understand what that experience is going to be like for them. University of Georgia is a fantastic university research one institution you know, the oldest higher education, public higher education in the United States, um, except for unless you ask UNC. Um, <laughs> but it's also a predominantly white institution. And Athens is a very interesting small city with its own challenges. It's like a tale of two cities with a high poverty rate, but a very educated populace. Um, and there are a lot of differences and things to sort of step into as an international um, and, and people of color. So, I'd like if each of you would like to sort of address and as women of color, sort of what have been those challenges for you and sort of what supports have you found around that for yourself? Um, and, and in terms of thinking about how others would, you know, would find that support too. Absolutely. Um, especially from somebody like me coming from Atlanta, 
Um, I graduated from a predominantly black high school. I did go to uh, PWI for an undergraduate institution. So I was a little bit familiar of the type of environment I was stepping into. Um, if you're not from the Athens area or, you know, haven't seen UGA prior to coming to Athens, um, you can step on campus and it can be a little bit of a culture shock. Um, and, you know, noticing the age difference amongst everybody, not only, you know, nobody looks like you. Um, and so it can be a little bit of an isolating feeling, but just know that there's plenty of support here for that. There are plenty of student clubs that get together. We have a great diversity and inclusion program that's developing at Terry. Um, you know, we're really finding, you know, our home and our interests um, in developing, you know, a, a, a multicultural setting for everybody to feel comfortable in. Um, some classroom discussions can be difficult. Um, I do believe in some classes it's easier to do than other classes. Um, some professors are more okay with allowing that type of class discussion to go on uh, within its limits. Um, but just know that you are not alone. There are plenty of people here that are willing to help you, um, especially the admissions office. Admissions office is very open. You can step in. They have a really open door policy. Um, Randy, um, Ashley Tiller, they're all great resources to reach out to. Um, you know, if you're feeling kind of alone, so they can kind of help direct you um, to where you feel safe. So I'll hop in there. So I just realized like, whoo, I went to an HBCU for undergrad, but for time to school, of course, I went to a PWI and just being in the military in general, I mean, it's, it's, it's multicultural. So still even coming to Athens for me was a bit of a cultural shock and my kids go to Oconee County schools. And my daughter was like, whoa, mama, you need to do a better job. I need more diversity in my life. And she's six, you know? Um, so I still recognize that we're still in Georgia, but, um, and then I was able to recognize like my own blind spots and the blind spots of my classmates. Um, I've gotten so used to like moving in and out of situations of being female, black, military, and a mom and quote unquote, like code switching um, that I've been complacent in making others comfortable you know, um, so instead of challenging them to move beyond their own comfort zone, to expand their behaviors and their beliefs and their understanding of the challenges associated with being a parent, female, Black, and military. And so, and understanding those challenges that I and others face involves more having, like Nick said, more candid conversations. So I've had conversations with several of my classmates about like how often they are compelled to watch shows with like black lead characters or how often are do they read books with predominantly um, people of color, female or LGBTQ community. And so as businesses start to understand how imperative inclusiveness is to remain relevant, it's imperative that we have these conversations in and outside of the classroom. So I need to be less complacent with making people comfortable and making myself uncomfortable, you know, and letting us all become uncomfortable so we can kind of move past these nuances that we have. Um, and so we just have to like equip future leaders with the skills to be able to not just work with people of various backgrounds. So that's like the minimum, um, but to be um, able to have more authentic relationships with one another, right? And so I still have to say that we have an awesome class and I've had an awesome, awesome, awesome like cohort with my group. So shout out to Emily, Matt, Jake, Michael, 
Um, we were like the Fab Five of our, our first year class, and we've been split up since second year. Um, but we do need to have those conversations. And talking to like Elzette, who is um, a white female from South Africa, she was saying like just coming to America, she realized like, wow, we really haven't ripped off that Band-Aid. And, that they, and they really kind of have in South Africa. And she wasn't expecting that when she came to the States. So I think we as people like myself need to be less complacent and kind of have those conversations and not be so afraid to have those in a public forum. Just to add to um, what both of you have shared. Um, yeah, as a parent, um, you, you have this experience where your, your daughter is asking you, why is she the only black in class and things like that, you know, and you have to, you know, carefully help, uh, you know, through conversations like that. So um, ties back to the culture shock and things like that as a black. And also um, I'm taking the lens of um, an international, I, I'm kind of a blend of, uh, you know, of both. Right. So, um, I wonder sometimes most of our cases in class revolves around um, companies in the U.S. and, you know, all that. And we're like, where's Africa here? We're not talking about Africa. And, you know, so those kind of nuances, you know, still um, show up. So those are areas of opportunities um, for us. Yeah. Well, you guys touched on most of everything that I would have said anyways. Um, but um, also another kind of pillar of support for Black students, there is the UGA Black Grad Students Group Me, which is most, um, which is, I hope all, but it's most of the um, grad students at UGA that are Black. So I've used that Group Me several times for different things like hair. I'm like, hey, um, is there any good, um, you know, like hair braider you recommend in the area? Different things like that. Just that really matter to us that you know it's just everyday kind of stuff that you can ask there so that's been really great um because it's helped me navigate Athens and the different resources around the area um that I wouldn't um know of otherwise so yeah so there's that group me as well that's for all UGA black grads so great mention so um uh, one was her one round more round robin. I'm going to combine the last two questions so we can move into Q and A. So, you know, for, and you can answer both in one response or just choose one of the two. So, you know, it, based on everything each of you have said, you know, what advice would you give someone to be best prepared for 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 business school, particularly our program, if you want to be that specific? Um, or what's the one thing in Athens they shouldn't miss out on um, that you've really enjoyed while you're here? I'll just, I'll wrap that up into two. I'll do the first part and then the second part. So before you come to business school, I just recommend, you know, you'll have the classroom things that come to you where you get to learn the technical side of business school. You get to learn the lingo. Uh, you get to learn the ins and outs of the business. But, um, you know, personally, I recommend coming into it with an open mind. Um, be, be ready to receive all of the differences that come along with business school sitting in the classroom, hearing different perspectives, um, really kind of employing that empathy side of yourself, um, you know, to really open up and understand the various aspects of the way that things that, you know, the way things that run um, and also get involved. Um, you know, you come to this experience to create a better you, to grow, um, you know, to expand your perspectives. And, you know, you, you don't really do that just by kind of 
isolating yourself while it can be hard as you know a person of color in black um you know step outside of your comfort zone um you know make other people uncomfortable if it needs to uh if it needs to happen to kind of you know navigate your way it's all it's also your experience you make what you make it what you put into it um you know if you decide that you don't want to put much into it you won't get much out of it uh, but really capitalizing on all of those experiences um, will develop a more round, well-rounded individual and business person. And then, so about Athens, uh, one of my favorite things around Athens is honestly just the parks. Um, I have a dog and now have an electric bike. Uh, so I definitely enjoy riding the streets and going to the different parks. Um, it's a really peaceful environment, especially if you're coming from a major city like Atlanta, um, there's a lot of hustle and bustle, you can slow down. Um, and also the music scene is great. If you're a big music fan, you can find just about everything and not everything is downtown. I want people to, to know that about Athens. <laughs> uh, I was gonna say a word of advice that I will give is maybe just, I mean, even before you arrive on campus, start looking at the market and what it look, what's what it's looking like. And um, just so you have an idea of what you might wanna get into. A lot of people start the program not knowing and that's fine as well, but maybe just do some prior research as well that might help you. And, um, I will say do the pre-coursework as well, because once you start, once you get here for orientation, it's really hard to get that coursework done like during orientation because it's really crazy. So I will say do the coursework before you get here and um, definitely do your, the informational interviews that I did mention earlier. It will really help you not just network because a lot of the informational interviews that I, I did over the summer and a bit um, throughout the semester were people that were like, oh, let me know if you need any help or, you know, you, you can even get a referral from it sometimes. So definitely take the time to do the informational interviews. And my fav favorite thing about Athens is it's really affordable. So that was really important for me. Like, you know, like, you know, the rent is really affordable. And also you can walk everywhere. Like I said, it really promotes a healthier lifestyle as well. You don't need a car like Benga mentioned, but I mean, you can get one if you want, but it's, that was really important for me as well. Yeah. I'll just add to that. I'm glad um, Priscilla decided to come to Terry. I remember um, being on a call with her then and she wasn't sure um, asking me questions about my experience and all that. So, um, and if I remember correctly, I think some of our concerns was um, the, the standard of living, cost of living um, and things like that. So um, I'm not surprised that um, she's speaking to that as well. So um, yes, all that is true about Athens. Um, I would just had that proud to um, come to business school Um I would say be very reflective um, and be true to yourself, right? Um, don't be too carried away by the balls around MBA and just want to come in, you know, to get an MBA, um, you know, to pivot and all. There's the you piece of it. Um, and you want to bring your authentic self. And the more of you that you discover, the more you'll be able to, to make sense of the opportunities because opportunities will be thrown around you all over the place. But if you're not really grounded in um, understanding who you are, what you really, really want to do, um, it, you, you might miss out on the true value of an MBA. So I would say take time to reflect and 
um, connect to your authentic self. Let let that be the you that is coming to business school. Yeah, and of course, what I love about that fence, I already mentioned it. Happy to mention it again. You need to get to the farmer's market. You need to explore those parts. You need to see those cows and the goats and the chicken. You need that experience. So I think it's really great for that. So I'll say allow this to be just two years of saying yes. Um, I feel like that's kind of what I've done, even when I've been uncomfortable and nervous. Um, so yes, to like new opportunities and experiences. If there is an area in your professional life that you think is weak, um, that you've always wanted to kind of develop, be vulnerable enough to share that with your classmates and with your professors um, and utilize the numerous resources across UGA to turn that weakness into a strength. And if not into a strength, at least into like an improvement, um, so this is the place to kind of admit what you don't know. So to let go of the imposter syndrome, which I think a lot of people have. And I, uh, my mentor told me like, it's not really the imposter syndrome. It's just that you don't know what you don't know. And so if you keep pretending like, you know, at some point you will be an imposter, right? Um, so just let that go um, and build relationships and network. Um, as a student, you can just say, look, I'm a student. I don't know. I'm just going to figure it all out. Can you help me? And so I say, play that student card up, you know, like this is the time and the place. So about what do I love about Athens? Everything. Um, so even the nuances of it being like Georgia and the diversity, like that's why we're here to kind of step into that, that hole, to feel that role of diversity. So like I'm a mom, so I love the parks, the pools, the trails, the gardens, um, and full disclosure, my husband and I bought like 12 acres of land here in Oconee, and so we've been loving it, um, and so we plan to retire back here, but, you know, just knowing the Army, who knows? We never know where we'll really end up, but we actually love it that much that we want to come back and retire, because there's so much that Athens and, um, the, and UGA community offers. Great advice. I couldn't have done it better myself. And even better to hear that you'll be coming back. I hope I'm still here when you get here. Um, just like to thank thank our students for helping me out today. Um, really appreciate your time. And I really am, am thankful everybody who came, paid attention, asked good questions, um, gave up part of your day for this. So in the meantime, like I said, thank you. Reach out to us if you have any questions. Um, connect with some of these folks or ambassadors. You can connect with them through our website. Um, and I uh, hope everybody enjoys the rest of their day or their evening. Take care. Thank you, Didi. Thanks, Thank guys. Didi. Thank you, everyone, Bye. for joining. Have a great day. Thank you. Right. Bye. Thank you. Bye for now. Thank you for listening, everybody. I really enjoyed having the opportunity to learn more about the student experience, especially the experience of our students of color. And I hope all of you did as well. This is the second of a series of student panel events we are doing. The other two will be, will be panels with members of the MBA Veterans Club and our international students. Since the MBA is a very individual one, these events are designed to explore some of these individual experiences. If you have suggestions for future topics, please let us know. You can always reach us at georgiamba at uga.edu. If you want to learn more about the program, you can always visit terry.uga.edu slash mba slash full time. You can also find us on Facebook and Instagram, and we have a YouTube playlist as well. That link is in the show notes. Thank you to our producer, Scott Duvall of Jawabi Films. We couldn't do it without him. Stay safe, everyone, and we look forward to hearing from you. Go dogs! Go dogs!